Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. This episode is brought to you by the Revolutionizing Parenthood Conference, a first-of-its-kind parenting conference in the Philadelphia area that I am co-organizing with my friend and colleague, Ashley Albrecht. My dear friend, Dr. Shafali, will join us as the keynote speaker, and I, along with the amazing colleagues in my professional community, We'll be offering various breakout sessions covering a wide variety of topics that parents struggle with in their families. Tickets are on sale now at the early bird discount. For more information, visit www.revolutionizingparenthood.com. I have a really exciting announcement for you now. I have changed the discount code. Instead of getting $25 off your registration for the conference, now you can get 25% off your registration just for being a listener of my show. So go to revolutionizingparenthood.com and enter podcast25 as your discount code to get 25% off. I hope to see you there. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 463, and I'm delighted to have my good friend Tia Fagan here. Tia is a certified conscious parent coach, and she is certified by my good friend, Dr. Shafali, and we all love her, right? Hi, Tia. (laughs) She's the best. (laughs) She is. Welcome. It's so great to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So you are going to be one of the speakers at our Revolutionizing Parenthood conference. I'm so excited about that. And you're going to be talking about minimizing power struggles. Yes, I am. It's a common occurrence. I don't think there's a home around with parents who have not had power struggles with their children. Exactly. Part of life. (laughs) So... Let's talk about power struggles. What does a power struggle look like between a parent and a child? I mean, they can show up in all different ways, depending on the age of your kid. But the bottom line is it's a push and a pull struggle back and forth. And it's always based in control. Mm. There's always control in a power struggle and wanting the other person to do something for us. So it's really about recognizing that control. And I guess it's really control both parties are desiring control, the parent and the child. Exactly. I mean, our children, it's their job to get into these power struggles. It's part of their developmental needs. They need to know they have autonomy and they have a voice and that they can push back. 
You know, so if we can recognize that power struggles are normal and developmentally appropriate, not just for toddlers, but for teenagers too, you know, all ages, it's can help shift that perspective of, okay, my child is doing what they're supposed to do developmentally and how we interact with them in those power struggles is really key. Mm-hmm. So the child is looking for exerting, probably looking for exerting their autonomy and their desire for things to go as they wish them to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Once they start to realize they're their own being, they need to, they need to test that out. So what do you think the parent is trying to control in those power struggles? Well, it can depend on the parent, but oftentimes it's our own lack of control. Mm. It's putting in our need for control to Uh, help quiet our own inner dialogue, our own inner needs. You know, so we're trying to control potentially our own anxiety of I'm not going to get there on time or the child's not brushing their teeth. You know, I'm worried that they're going to have a mouthful of cavities if we don't brush the teeth. You know, so it's our own worries and our own concerns that are in the future. You know, so it's recognizing what's going on in me. Is it true? Is it necessary? And am I in the present moment? Mm, that's so true. I can just imagine, I, as you were talking, I was envisioning a mom trying to get their younger child out the door and rushing, 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 and hurry, get those shoes on. You're not going fast enough. We're going to be late. Oh my gosh, just blah, 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 blah. here, let me just help you. Yeah. And what's going on? We're ramping up. That spiral is going higher and higher. And what's our kids' energy going to match? Right. And I'm just thinking, I'm just sitting here thinking as I'm envisioning this movie playing out in my mind, which has actually played out in my home when my kids were younger. Of course. (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) it everywhere? (laughs) Yeah. But I'm envisioning, gosh, how that must feel for the child. You know, they're struggling and fumbling trying to get their shoes on and they're if they're young, they're not maybe a good shoe tire yet. So they're doing the best they can. We're feeling pressured and we're ramping up and pressuring them more. How must it feel to be that child? Exactly. And what inner dialogue are you starting to create in that child's mind moving forward? Mm. I'm not good enough. Mom's mad at me. Who knows? Who knows for each child what is going on within them? But the bottom line is it doesn't feel good. (laughs) No. So let's take that example of a parent trying to get out the door. They're going mm-hmm. to be late. The kid's trying to put their shoes on. They're not moving fast enough. Maybe they didn't stop playing their video game fast enough. So mom's already angry and triggered and annoyed. And now they're not moving fast enough getting their coat and their shoes on. Mm-hmm. What's an alternative way that that scene can unfold if we use conscious parenting principles? Sure. I mean... In the moment, there's things we can do. And obviously, there's that whole prevention aspect of preventing or at least minimizing those power struggles. Um, That's a longer conversation to go into. But, you know, in that moment, taking that breath and that pause and recognizing (sighs) my child, what is their perspective? What do they need? How can I support them? How can I support myself to bring my own energy level down? You know? What in this moment is most important? Mm. Because is it really adding more pressure and having a battle of wills with your (laughs) two-year-old? 
I mean, the reality is, is it takes them a long time to put on their shoes. Or maybe you didn't interact with them soon enough and help pull them away from what's distracting them in the moment because you were worried about getting yourself out the door on time mm-hmm. without connecting. You know, so first and foremost, it's connecting to your child, mm-hmm. getting on the floor, perhaps looking in their eye and mm-hmm. without words. <laughs> when we start oh, yeah. using words, that's where that power struggle elevates. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, words. We as parents, I think, want to use words as our first tool. Exactly. And oftentimes, words are the last thing that are needed. Right. And when they already don't have the brain development to reason, and they don't have the language to explain, especially when we're in that heightened, ag- agitated state, words are not going to be helpful. <laughs> they can't hear us anyway. Mm-mm. Just like when we're agitated, I mean, put yourself in the opposite situation. You are trying, perhaps you're supposed to meet up with friends and you're with your partner and they're trying to get you out the door and you just have one more thing, one more thing, one more thing to do. And they're pushing you. How do you feel? Child, mm, the same thing where if your partner were just going to say, I'm going to go sit in the car and wait for you. I'll be ready when you're ready. It relieves all that pressure. Mm-hmm. Same for our children. Mm. Such a great point that you bring up so but but I hear the parents saying yep. but if I sit if I tell my child I'm going to go sit in the car I'm going to be re- I'll be ready when you are mm, how many parents have the courage to do that and not hawk over their child and how many kids might legitimately get distracted if they don't have someone at least kind of mm-hmm. standing there and that's child dependent of course mm-hmm. and age dependent I mean, we're not going to leave our two-year-old struggling to put their shoes on and be like, I'll be in the car waiting for you. I mean, that's not helpful. That's not Mm -hmm. guiding, you know? Mm -hmm. We have to guide our children, Mm -hmm. you know, not push, but guide. So with an older child, I mean, during the teenage years for me personally, when they would dilly-dally and particularly one of my children, if I would push, she would just go slower. So I would just go sit in the car. And the first time I did it, it was really hard, Mm. (laughs) but she made it out. And the bottom line is it, particularly with those older children is there's a natural consequence. They're going to be late. Mm -hmm. And assuming there's no developmental delay or anything with an older child, they have at that point, the reasoning capacity to, understand what they're doing to themselves if they don't get moving. Right. And if they don't in that moment, they will after. Right. They're going to feel it at some point. And that's what we talk about natural consequences. Correct. And I think those, that natural consequence of being late is going to speak much louder and more clearly Mm -hmm. than us hawking over them in the foyer, rushing them along. Exactly. Exactly. Natural consequences are the best teacher mm-hmm. because then they intrinsically feel it inside versus an external mom or dad harping on them. And then it can turn into defensiveness or shame where that natural consequence is a true teacher. If we stay out of the way. <laughs> My son, the other day, he's a senior in high school and he drives my freshman daughter, his sister, to school. And he is the kind of kid that will keep hitting the snooze alarm till the last like millisecond mm-hmm. to get himself out the door on time. And usually he does it, but goodness, 
he doesn't allow any room for error and the somehow he gets through and when that error comes that you know unexpected thing he's just going to be late or whatever he's going to be he hasn't learned that natural consequence yet but he he's able to eke by like to the last second and about two weeks ago he and she left maybe a minute or two later than they normally do not Mm -hmm. that late but just enough yeah and he came home that day when he was going to bed that day, he said, mom, can you make sure I'm up at 7.20 tomorrow? And normally he gets up at 7.30. And I said, well, okay, why do you need to get up at 7.20 tomorrow? And he said, well, we, we were kind of late to school today. So they didn't get like late, late where they got in trouble with the school or got a late mm-hmm. with the school, but he's a senior. So he parks on the senior parking lot. Oh, yes. And all the <laughs> spots were full. So he couldn't park there. He had to go somewhere else. And he said, I'm not doing that anymore. I need to be in that lot before it's full. So I'm getting up 10 minutes early. I said, okay, I'll make sure you're up. And I just stayed the heck out of it. And it was much better for him because that consequence spoke far louder than me standing in his bedroom doorway, harping on him. Exactly. And then it would have been your fault. Right. Oh, mom, you're such a nag. Blah, 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 right, blah. right. I'm late because you wouldn't leave me alone. Da, 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 you know, whatever that story is that mm-hmm. would have shown up. But mm-hmm. you were able to step back, allow the journey to unfold for them that morning, and the magic happened. Yes. And the same can happen for younger kids. It's just in a different way. You know, mm-hmm. but obviously they need a little more help, you know, help with the shoes. Or perhaps you just grab the shoes and take them with you to the car. Yeah, that's you know, always an option too. Right. And put the shoes on once you get to school or daycare, wherever you're headed. Mm-hmm. There's so many options mm-hmm. if we just take the time to think it through, not in the heat of the moment. Correct. Never works in the heat of the moment. No, because you can't think because your brain is, is already triggered and stressed and your access to creativity is gone right there. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where that prevention piece is such an important part. Mm. You know, if you can look at, okay, where are we getting tripped up? What can we do ahead of time? How can I create those conditions so we can avoid as best as possible? I mean, life throws us curveballs, you know, but perhaps you just keep the shoes in the car if that's what's hanging up. Yeah, you don't have time, just keep them in the car. And this is why I'm constantly talking to parents about how valuable parent coaching is, working with a coach. Because when you're triggered and it's in that moment, you can't think and you get in a power struggle with your child, there are some really easy, easy, small adjustments that that we can make as parents, but sometimes it's hard to see it just ourselves. So having that neutral third party to help us to see what we are having trouble seeing is so valuable. Exactly. Exactly. Because when we're in it, we can't look at it objectively. We can't see the wide view because we're so emotionally attached in that moment. And when we're emotionally attached, it's hard to to take two or three steps back and see the wider view. Absolutely. So I said earlier that you would be talking about power struggles at our conference, which I can't wait for. (laughs) I can't wait either. (laughs) So tell my listeners what attendees at your workshop are going to get to walk away with when they yeah, sit so with you? I'm really excited for this workshop because you're going to leave with some practical tools 
and um, some things that you can apply immediately in your life. You know, so we're going to look at power struggles. We're going to talk about what they are, how they manifest, what you can do in the moment and what you can do to prevent them. Mm. You know, recognizing that life throws its ups and downs, but you will leave with some tools for in the moment to help get you through. Mm. I can't wait. I'm excited just hearing about it. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait either. Well, thank you so much, Tia, for spending this time with us and talking to us about the dreaded power struggle, which I think no home has been immune to ever. And if it has been immune, I would be a little concerned. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we need them. They're part of the world. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to embrace the power struggles and still try to prevent them at the same time. Exactly. I love it. They're not something to be afraid of. Not at all. Just something to learn from. That's right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tia. And that wraps up today's episode. Wherever you are in this world, I hope that it is a, I hope that you make it a very struggle-free day for yourself. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Erin. Bye. Bye. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.